What's up, family? Alante here. I'm super, super excited to get back um, with you guys this week with another episode of Waiting Room. Thank you so much to my, you know, my OG listeners as well as my new listeners. Welcome. Let's get into it. So this week, guys, I really wanted to talk about um, the issue I have with us focusing on being a Proverbs 31 woman. So this episode is entitled, I'm done trying to be a Proverbs 31 woman on purpose because one day I was sitting, you know, around talking to God and doing my journaling as I always do, trying to figure out where I was mentally and emotionally and just having, you know, just general conversation with God. And I started to go back to the different um, Bible plans that I was reading uh, regarding waiting and regarding, you know, being diligent in the wait and being intentional in the wait. And as I was looking through those and trying to find different, um, different uh, plans, I started to notice that I was coming across a couple of Proverbs 31 women plans and learning how to be a Proverbs 31 woman or, you know, uh, deciphering the Proverbs 31 women. Everything was about Proverbs 31 and I got tired, right? I wanted to attack this a little differently because I want us to talk about The most quoted, celebrated, and studied passages in the Bible. Right? So, with my research that I found, I wanted to start off by talking about what Proverbs 31 is. Now, within my research, I'm not going to make this to a Bible lesson. I'm going to make this super practical. I'm going to make this... um, Super easy and relatable to understand because, again, I have only a certain amount of time and I don't want to keep you guys, but I want you guys to soak in this information. So Proverbs 31 is about a mother teaching her son on how to identify a godly wife. Okay. 
it's also a poem that is praising women, right, and her attributes. So let's back up a little bit there. Proverbs 31 is about a mother teaching her son how to identify a godly wife. Why then are we taught to be a Proverbs 31 woman when we should really be focusing on how to operate as a woman in general? Sometimes we're taught that before we're learning on how to operate as a woman. And I think that's kind of messed up because if this is about a mother teaching a man, that means that you know, the people that are teaching us are, are forming us to be wise before we even, you know, before we can even identify or decide if we want to be a wife. Honestly, I mean, let's be real. Some people are called to, to being single. Some people are called to, you know, being in that lifestyle and that's fine. You know, Paul said it as some people's ministry, but for others, it's not. So it's kind of like, why are we teaching our our women differently when it comes to holiness or when it comes to um, being the godly woman he has called us to be? I'm going to get more into that. But moving on, I want to talk about who it was written for. So since this passage was about a mother teaching her son, we can conclude confidently that this was targeted for males. Now... I'm not saying that we as women should ignore this passage and that it's obsolete and that we were taught completely wrong. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying that is that it's important to note that this passage had a target audience for men, just like um, the different letters in the Bible, like Corinthians and Romans, right, and Ephesians. Those were letters to churches. Those were letters written for churches at that specific time granted it's still relevant today but we cannot forget the foundation of why things were written they were written because churches needed to be corrected they needed some direction right this passage was to king i hope i'm saying it right lumeo from his mother you know she was teaching him how to identify a godly wife So why aren't we teaching our men Proverbs 31? Why aren't we curating uh, Bible lessons or Bible plans for men on how to identify a godly wife using Proverbs 31 when that's who the target audience was for? It says it right there in the beginning of the passage, right? So women, I want you guys to note that like Proverbs 31 was an ode to us. Right. The women. Its purpose is to praise women of valor. Right. A woman that is brave, a woman that is fearless, a woman that is bold and has great courage. This is a poem. Paying old and giving praises to women. And if you don't believe me, do your research. Do your research. In the Jewish tradition, and I found this to be amazing when I was reading, in the Jewish tradition, men actually memorize this passage and sing it to the women in their lives. 
they not just their wives, like they sing it to their daughters, their sisters, their aunts, their cousins. They sing it to the women in their lives. And sometimes the men will sing it at every Sabbath to the women in their lives. They will sing it or they will recite it. How they decide, you know, how to do what, I don't know. But I found that interesting that they take the time and they take it so seriously that they memorize this. Every male memorizes this passage. And I find that so interesting. Like growing up, you know, us women, we are taught to emulate this passage and to become this kind of woman so that we can get our husband right. When in all actuality, it's important for men to pay attention to this because while we're preparing ourselves, I'm not saying that we should ignore this. Yes, I'm saying that it's important to take note, but I think that men should pay more attention to this than we should. And I say this for a couple of reasons. Okay. I say this because we don't read in between the lines enough. We don't read in between the lines enough, right? If you look in between the lines and if you do a little bit of research on what this passage is about, you can see that it's literally a dedication to women, right? It's an ode to who we are as wisdom, who we are as caregivers, who we are as organizers, who we are as administrators, as builders. Uh-uh, get off. Get off. Y'all, it's a cat on my car. I'm sorry, y'all. It was a black cat jumped on my car. I'm outside doing my recording, and I don't do cats. I hate cats so much. Um. Yeah, we rebuke you, Satan, in the name of Jesus. Uh-uh, we don't do cats. We don't do witches. That's not happening. All right. So back to this. Um, it's an old to us. Right. And I find it interesting because we're taught to emulate something that we're not even achieving yet, if that makes sense. So literally, at least how I was taught, you know, you need to learn how to be a Proverbs 31 woman so you can get your mate so you can get married. Why am I preparing for that? in that way that's not authentic to me right some stuff I feel like you learned over time and I don't think that that is a good foundation to preparing yourself to be a wife right I don't I don't like how we look at this as an exhaustive list right we should be looking at this as a poem this should be the standard to what we live by or what you know our men are looking for so when our men are out there looking for a godly wife like I want a wife that does da 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 that's fine that's fine that's fine but I feel like what we forget is the pressure that is put on us like the Proverbs 31 if you look at it the Proverbs 31 woman that can be a bit intimidating for people there are women out here who aren't organized who don't like to, to do housework. They like to be out there working, you know what I'm saying, in the world. They're not good with, with numbers. They're not good at cleaning. Granted, these are things that you need to learn as an adult. But let's be real. 
Everybody's not going to live up to that. Right. I'm not saying that this should be ignored. Right. All I'm saying is that maybe we've been going about this the wrong way. If the Jewish culture uses this to prepare our men on how to praise us, well, how to praise them and and how to identify the wife that they should have, right? If they if, if a woman exhibits these characters and they say, you know what, she got it, I want that person, then we need to take a a, a trip down there. We need to really be intentional with learning from them when it comes to that because if you look at when I dig deeper, when I dug deeper, when you look at the Jewish culture and what they view the Proverbs 31 woman as, they view it as valor. They view it as a woman of valor, right? Valor means to be of great courage in the face of danger. It means to be bold. It means bravery, especially in battle, which means that maybe we shouldn't be looking at Proverbs 31 as an exhaustive list of things that we need to do, but maybe we should be looking at it from a point of being a woman of valor, being a woman that is a praying woman, right? Being a woman that is a fasting woman, a fearless woman first, and the rest will come, right? People who go to these Golden Globes, right? People who win these Golden Globes, these Emmy Awards, these Choice Awards, or sell these platinum albums, don't go around telling people that they are worthy of these accolades, that they are worthy of these sales, these album sales, or different things like that, right? They don't go around saying, I did this and I did that, right? Others recognize them, right? Granted, they put in the work, right? But they're not out here trying to study, well, how can I be recognized, They focus on mastering what's given to them. They focus on mastering what comes naturally to them. And I think that maybe we should be viewing Proverbs 31 as that. We should be viewing or trying to pick out things that we have, we have naturally that we do that we can master and the rest will come. Maybe it'll come after marriage. Maybe it'll come after that first baby. Who knows? But I don't think that it should be, you know, a checklist of what a, what we should be as potential wives for our husband. I just don't agree with that. And I don't think that's what that was meant for. I truly believe that, right? What makes a person special is not necessarily what they do because people do things all the time, the same thing over and over, but it's how they do it, right? So if we're focusing on checking off a list of different things that a Proverbs 31 woman um, is. It's not going to come off authentic. It's not going to come off natural. And it's not going to come off, you know, sincere. And that's what we want. We want it to be sincere, authentic, and natural. We want it to be genuine, right? We want it to just be something that's a part of our nature, something that's a part of our character. And if that's something that doesn't come naturally to you, if there are some things that doesn't happen naturally for you, then you need to work on some character traits so that it can come natural, right? Maybe you have to unlearn some things. Maybe you have to do some things differently. Maybe you have to learn some things or reteach yourself some things, right? And I think that's what we need to focus on, right? It's not about being this woman or emulating her to be seen as a wife, right? It's about how you carry yourself, right? For me, I'm done. I'm completely done trying to be a Proverbs 31 woman. Like some things I already have in the bag of like, I already know I got it. I'm not trying to be 
boastful, but I know some stuff that I don't have, right? But I know some of that stuff is going to come with practice and also going to come with experience. I do not have the experience of being a wife. I do not have the experience of managing kids and a household and a husband and all that stuff. So some of that stuff I'm not going to have, right? But some things I am going to have, and I, I think that it's important to pay attention to certain parts of Proverbs 31, depending on where you are as a woman, right? Not necessarily as a wife, but as a woman. I think if we shift our focus to looking at that, it'll be a lot easier for us to become that Proverbs 31 woman, right? That men can identify, right? So for me, I'd rather be Ruth, right? Granted, she was widowed before getting her second husband, but what I'm looking at are the qualities she showcased, right? She was a hard worker. She went in that field, right? She was fearless. She wasn't ashamed to be in a foreign land, right? She was loyal. She refused to to leave her mother-in-law, right? She went to that foreign land with her, a land that she didn't grow up in. She went there and she started working and she was bold. She stood her ground and told her mother-in-law, I'm not leaving you and I'm going to get out here and get this food for us, bruh. That's the type of woman I want to be. I want to be like Ruth. Now, and granted, yeah, she, you know, Boaz saw her working on that stuff. That's good and dandy, but Ruth was a go-getter you know what I'm saying I don't know how she was before her marriage but afterwards when she became a widow when she became single again she had a drive she had muscle and that's what I strive to be I want people when they say Alante she a go-getter man she a hard worker she loyal she bold she fearless that's what I want people to say granted I would love for my husband, my future husband, to praise me as a Proverbs 31 woman. That's fine, but that's what he would know me as. I think in our singleness, we need to be focusing on what God says, who God says that we are and who we should be. And then also how we're portraying ourselves to other people. I want my reputation to precede me in the most positive way. Right. So going through this, I was encouraged, you know what I'm saying, to, you know, read that I can take some pressure off pretty much I was encouraged about that like I can really take some pressure off right often you know as black women we're seen to be so strong right and we endure so much because we feel like nobody else will have our backs the way we will have our backs right but that's not necessarily true I think that as we grow closer with God as we get closer and develop better relationships with our friends and with our family members, we will start to learn that people are there for certain areas of our lives, right? We don't have to put everything on everybody, but people are there with certain, for certain pockets of our lives. And we have to start utilizing them as well as allowing ourselves to be utilized in the proper way. But I want to ask you this. I want to leave you with this. Do you want to be a Proverbs 31 woman because... You were taught that in church and that's who you need to strive to be. Do you think that it will get you your husband? Do you think that's a prerequisite to be married? Do you think that it's a prerequisite for your promise, for your blessing? I want you to think about that, you know, in your alone time. And just remember that this is a guide to men. Not saying we can't learn from it. We can. But I think that we should shift from our identifying as a Proverbs 31 woman and focus on being a woman of substance. 
right? Focus on being an honest woman. Focus on being a woman that is bold, that is fearless. A woman that's about her business. A woman that is willing to learn new things, right? A woman that goes after her dreams, that completes her tasks, right? I want you guys just to take a look and think about that and think about where you are. I challenge you this week to read Proverbs 31 and highlight some passages or not passages, some scriptures or just some words that you can identify with at this time. Not looking at where you want to be in the future, but at this present time, October 1st. 2019 or whenever you're listening to this podcast where are you now and highlight those and master that and I promise you God God will guide you to the rest so yeah I'm done being a Proverbs 31 or trying to be a Proverbs 31 woman because that's not necessarily for me to identify that's for my mate to identify within me All I need to focus on is being the best woman that I'm supposed to be, which is a fearless woman, which is a bold woman, right? Which is a woman that's about her business, which is a go-getter. And I urge all of my beautiful women out there to do the same thing. The goal in life isn't to get married. It isn't to be beside a man or to have pictures or... You know what I'm saying? To go to events with men and granny, all that stuff is awesome. And that's something that we desire. But that is not why we are here. Only God knows why we're here. And he reveals it to you as long as you ask. I know why I'm here. I pray that you know as well. I pray if you don't know that you're seeking that. Because I promise you. I promise you, you will lose your mind just trying to figure out ways to get to that that promise or to get to that expected uh, point in life, which is to be married or, you know, and I'm saying this, you know, being transparent with you guys, because that was something that I was aiming for so hard. But I'm at a point in my life where I do not care. Like, I just want to be about my father's business. Like, when people hear about me or when people, you know, speak of me, they they speak of somebody that's about her father's business. That's somebody that puts him first. Somebody that's passionate about him. Passionate about helping the kingdom grow. That's all I care about. Yes, I have desires in my heart, but I know who I serve and I know who's in control of my life, and I know who I surrender my life to, so it's nothing for me to worry about. That's not my burden. All I need to do is just stay in position, and my position is to be obedient. So I urge you all to do the same. I hope you have an amazing week. Be blessed. I love you guys, and I will talk to you next week.